You're listening to the Van Moody Podcast. Our passion is transforming the world by transforming lives. In today's episode, we'll continue our Get Closer series with Part 6. Part 6 features Pastor Aaron Frazier, Janice Newell, Lakeisha Douglas, and Michelle Evans, who will delve into their soap devotionals relating to faith with works. Without further ado, let's tune in to this insightful episode. Happy Sunday, TWC family. It is so great to greet each and every one of you that are joining us from literally around the world on this beautiful Sunday morning. I pray that you've been having an incredible summer. I know that you have been blessed by our incredible summer teaching series and initiative called Get Closer. I'm super excited about what is in front of us. And let me tell you, your best days are in front of you. They're not behind you. I am so in tune to the greater that God has in store for you. And let me tell you something, this greater is coming on the backside of us getting closer. And that's what this entire teaching series this summer and this initiative has been about. It's really been about us as a corporate community leaning into God. You know, so many times throughout the Bible, God will give a corporate word and call the nation of Israel, particularly in the Old Testament. He would call them to himself. We've recently been reading uh, through Amos and reading through uh, the book of Joel, if you've been doing your soap devotion. And in those books, you've heard that. You've, You've heard God calling the nation unto him. And particularly in the Old Testament book of Joel, God promises that when we lean into him and heed his voice, that there's a blessing on the backside of it. That's why I know that on the backside of this initiative, for all of us to get closer and to lean into God, He's got something greater in store. That needs to be really a theme going into the fall that you just speak over your life, speak over your family, speak over your business, speak over your dreams, greater, because God promises that if we draw closer to Him, He'll draw closer unto us. And so family, that's what this summer initiative has been about. And let me encourage you, if you haven't already been a part of our summer initiative, don't say, well, summer's almost over and and I've run out of time. That's not true. All you've got to do is grab your copy of The Secret Place devotional and journal, do your soap devotion, make your family your small group, invite your family to discuss it every day with you, because this is not just something we need to do during the summer. This is a daily habit, but we're calling everyone's attention to it this summer because of how important it is. And so while we've been going through this summer initiative, myself, along with our teaching team, we've also been teaching every single Sunday from our soap devotion. And we're going to continue that today with a team soap message. We have got some incredible pastors on our pastoral team, ministers on our ministry team. We've also got some incredible leaders coming out of our leadership pipeline, our leadership academy, where we disciple and develop emerging leaders. And I'm so excited that you're going to get an opportunity to hear from them, and you've been hearing from some of them throughout this teaching series. Well, you're going to hear from some even greater ones today. Many individuals who have been matriculating through our leadership discipleship process. I'm excited that they're going to share the word of God with you on today in a team kind of teaching message. So get ready because our emphasis is getting closer and this team of ministers and pastors are going to share their soap and continue this amazing teaching series. So family, get ready as our team of ministers and pastors 
are going to share the Word of God with you now. Take care. Y'all, I don't know about you, but I know that um, this has been an amazing time with this soap devotion. Uh, it has been rich, yeah. absolutely really rich, yeah. absolutely rich. So uh, we're just so grateful um, that we've been given this opportunity for us to be able to talk about our scripture text today. Yes. And, um, and really quickly, I want to read that. Um, it's in James, the second chapter, and we've been kind of talking about this for a while, but for us, uh, in beginning at verse 25, and then NIV, it says, in the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? Verse 26 says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead, is dead, is dead. That's like a big word, you know. Um, you know, we were in, we were talking about the soap and doing our observation, and I'd love to hear, you know, what you all got from this. And we were doing your observations, but one of the things I was thinking about was how James was writing this to um, the churches and how um, this comparison to what faith looks like. And, and going back into it, even as faith as a dead body, you know, and that's just, uh, and looking at this, it's like, wow, what does this really mean for us? So, um, Pastor Janice, I would love to hear what the Lord revealed to you. But, well, I would love to share, uh, Pastor Aaron, uh, the thing that I was reflecting on were some previous verses that I had, I had read in the book of James, uh, verses 19 through 20, mm -hmm. which supports this corpse, this this dead thing that maybe uh, we are or, or maybe you may have. Uh, and the scripture reads, do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only living God, but then observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful? Yeah. That's just great. Demons do that. Yeah. But what good does it do them? Right. It says, use your heads. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two and not end up with a corpse mm. on your hands? Wow. wow. Mm. Yeah. That just kind of arrested my attention when I read our assigned verses. And generally, my observation is, as I read uh, uh, the book of James chapter mm -hmm. 2, is that there, there are three kinds of faith. It, James references dead faith, demonic faith, and dynamic faith. With wow. dead faith, people substitute words for deeds. With demonic faith, demons have faith. They believe in the existence of God. Mm. They believe in the deity of Christ. Mm -hmm. yes. They submit to the power of his word. Mm -hmm. This is seen all throughout scripture. We know this to be true because scripture says that Demons trembled at the mention of his name. Right. Dynamic faith is something that we want to focus on. We want to have dynamic faith. Dynamic faith is, is living faith. It's faith with works. Or you can call it real faith or faith that has power or mm -hmm. faith that results in a changed life, mm -hmm. which is the epitome of what happened with Rahab. She had a changed life. 
she, she heard and received the message of God mm -hmm. through his word. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. We see this in the book of Romans. I uh, reflected back on that scripture. So her faith allowed her to enter into a different place in her executing her belief by her faith, by what she did for the spies. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's so, that's so big. That's so big. Um, Rahab the prostitute, right? Yeah. I mean, that's Rahab how she's known, right? Yes. <laughs> she's not just Rahab, but she's Rahab, Rahab the, the prostitute. prostitute. So somebody who shouldn't have had faith, had right. faith, right. demonstrated faith. Hmm, there's something interesting there. Uh, Minister Lakeisha, what did the Lord, you know, in, in looking at this, so what did God show you and reveal to you in this? You know, it, it is... Um, so funny that uh, Pastor Janice mentioned about you know Rahab and mm. and you said she's just not Rahab she's Rahab the prostitute mm. and so while I, when I was reading this that really stuck out to me in 25 um, in the same way was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies. So to me, I was like, man, you know, even someone that we would, we would consider, consider right. not worthy mm -hmm. or someone that, that um, you must not believe in God if you're a, a sinner, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but all of us are sinner and mm -hmm. fall short of the glory of God. But mm -hmm. what it made me think about how many more um, uh, scriptures or characters of the Bible could I think of that had that talked about that faith enough to act on it. Right. And when I look back on verse 14, it says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but have no deeds? Wow. You know, you claim. When it says you claim, that means, oh, I believe it. But then there's no action mm -hmm. to go with it. Right. Um, and so uh, my grandmother used to say, you know, uh, 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 a hand... A hungry hand won't get fed or something mm -hmm. like that. It's almost just like you've got to you got to use your mouth. You got to use what God gave you mm -hmm. in order to see the works of it. And so I thought about, you know, how many of these characters and I started thinking about Ruth. Mm -hmm. You know, Ruth had faith that a kinsman redeemer would take responsibility and take her as a wife. But she had to put her faith into action and execute the plan that Naomi came up with. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I believe that if I make myself seen or I believe that if he sees me or if I work hard or display the type of person I am, that I would be noticed. Right. But if she stayed in that dead place, that place where they left, where Naomi and uh, Ruth left, if they had allowed that, that, that loss, the grief mm -hmm. to overcome them. Right then that they would have never seen the promise be fulfilled. And so I also thought about Noah. You know, Noah taught us that faith can save our families. You know, God gave him the plan to build the ark and he put the faith into action. He could have said, since, uh, said to himself, you know, well, it only rains a little while, 10 minutes, you know. I don't see the use of being, building such a, a large uh, ship or a large boat. You know, what's the purpose behind this? You know, even though we, he believed in God and, and you know, it, the Bible tells us that Noah was one that, um, that was 
the left that was still kind of wholesome and righteous. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, he could have said, you know, I'm tired. You know, the people are talking about me. I'm just going to stay safe where I am. But no, he put that faith in God to action and built on the promises. And of course, one of my favorites is David. Yes, You know, David's life displays mountains and values of, of the faith life. You know, he, he accomplished the impossible, um, and he lived through it all. And in First and First Samuel and Second Samuel and then First Chronicles, which we've all read in the soap, tells of so many times David had to step out on faith. Even as a little, mm-hmm. scrawny little boy yeah. against a big giant, mm-hmm. you know, only faith the size of a mustard seed could allow him to say, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times that we see something that we know God is telling us to do, but we're afraid to do it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we're afraid. But that faith is saying, I know what God's word says. I believe what God's word says. And no matter if I have to do it scared or not, I'm going to do what God says to. That's it. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Pastor Michelle. Wow. Today's soap was absolutely amazing because as we compare it to the landscape and the time that we're in, and we all have encountered people who are questioning their faith walk in this season and what faith really means. Like they're asking the question, what does faith mean now to me? What does it mean Mm. when... I say I believe, but I'm not seeing anything. And as we look at today's passage in James 2 and look at even beginning in verse 14 all the way through verses um, 26, as it gives us the examples of Abraham um, or us professing faith. And I titled my soap devotion today, Dead Faith, because it talks about in these verses how you can't separate your faith, your words, Um, from actions. And I, I put an observation that your faith requires a corresponding action. Right. And could it be, even by way of application, that so many people, where they're not making the connection, where um, the rubber's not necessarily meeting the road, where they are wanting to see um, something produced by their faith, is they're not following it through with actions. Rahab is, even as you read her uh, background in Joshua 2, it tells us who she is and it tells us who she's not. And so uh, according to society, it's like, okay, well, who's supposed to have faith and who doesn't have faith? But it says that she said something to the spies. She said, I've heard about you guys. Mm -hmm. I've heard about your God. I've heard about your works. And through that, she she basically cut a deal saying, listen, I know why you're here. And I know that if I don't cut this deal by faith, that me and my family are going to die. And it says that by faith, she hid them out. She covered them up. She even gave them instructions on when to move and how right. to move. Right. And even as we look at our passage today in James 2, where it talks about you can't separate one without the other. That's because right. if you do, it's dead. It doesn't mm-hmm. produce anything. And even as I look at my application, I have to say to myself, God, am I one of those people that's saying, I'm waiting on God, I'm waiting on God. And today's passage makes me think, okay, in that area of your life, are you operating a live faith? Are you 
talking about dead faith. Yeah. And so I've had to just write down a few areas in my life where I'm believing God for some things. And now I'm praying and asking God, according to James 2 that we read today, my prayer has been, God, show me the places where I need to bring my faith alive. Show me the places where I'm praying to you and asking you and believing you for some things. If there's something required of me, show me. What do you need me to do in order to connect with you so that I can produce what I say with my mouth that I'm believing? Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. it, it, this passage is just like Pastor Aaron said, it's rich. You know, we talk about Rahab, a harlot. The Bible was not... Um, shy about talking about who she was here, Joshua 2, Hebrews 11, it reiterates, yes, they call her by name, mm -hmm. but they also identify her by her profession. Mm -hmm. But she made it in the lineup of faith in Hebrews, yeah. which lets me know that, listen, if I put action with my faith, that I don't care what I've done mm -hmm. yeah. or what label has been put on me, right. listen, I can activate, uh, activate my faith if I just put action with what I'm saying, oh I believe God. God for. Listen, if it worked for Rahab, it can work for me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so I, yeah, I'm just yeah, excited absolutely. about that. And that's just been my prayer. God, according to this passage today, um, help me to identify if there's anywhere I'm walking in dead faith. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Help me to get with it and, and get moving and get busy doing the work that needs to go with that faith. So I can yeah. see what he said. That's amazing. See, and that's, and it's, I was writing down um, some of the things that you all were saying. Pastor Janice, <laughs> what you said was, was, was impactful. Uh, dead faith, demonic faith, and dynamic faith. Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can see what it looks like and the differences between those different types of faith. Yes. It's like one of the things that, that God was, was showing was like, well, really, let's go back. Let's go back to what faith is, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we, if you've grown up in the church, you've heard this one, right? Uh, Hebrews 11 and 1. Yes. Uh, you, you know, we know that, uh, that faith is uh, the, the substance of things hoped for, yes. right? Yes. And the evidence of things not seen. Some of y'all that are, y'all finished it before I did, right? And so, and that's the thing, like, we can, we can, we can quote it, but it's like, but what does it really mean? Yes. What does that mean? And that's yeah. what James 2 is asking us. And Pastor Janice picked it out because she said, you can, you can say all of these things, mm -hmm. but what do they really right. mean if you don't connect something with it? Right. He, yeah. said it he, he said it's just nonsense in the message version and empty words. Mm -hmm. right. Empty words. Empty words. Empty words. That reminds me, you know, um, about the emptiness mm -hmm. uh, of words when it talks about uh, in 26, as the body without the spirit is dead, yes. so faith, of course, without deeds is dead. And I, the, the key word that uh, stuck out to me was dead. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what's the opposite of dead, which is alive. Right. And so I'm like, well, God, um, if you are even in a place where your faith is wavering mm -hmm. or if you're in a place that you have somehow lost your faith, mm -hmm. you know, how do I come, become alive again? And, you know, God gave me the scripture in John 15. He says, uh, remain in me as I also remain in you. Mm -hmm. No branch can bear fruit by itself. Yeah. It must remain in the vine. Neither can bear fruit unless you remain in me. Mm -hmm. 
And so that reminds me, if we want to um, stay in that place that our faith is constantly being activated and we allow ourselves to just trust God, the, the word tells us we've got to remain in God. We, you know, no matter what it looks like and definitely not what it feels like. Right. And we remain connected to the vine. And what does that consist of? Mm-hmm. I've got to get in my word. I've got to, mm-hmm. I've got to be digested so mm-hmm. that when bad days do come, because they will come, mm-hmm. that his word is written in my heart. Yeah. So when I face obstacles, or even if I'm in a place that I have been disappointed, mm-hmm. uh, or just feel like I've been let down, or I haven't been allowed to see what I want to come to pass, mm-hmm. the word says, remain in me, mm-hmm. so that I, I am going to remain in you if you remain in me. And so that that told me right then, God, God is always going to be with me. Mm-hmm. And his Holy Spirit reminds me of what his word says. So no matter, and I've been in a place, I've been in a place where I have wanted a job and, right. and, and they told me, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you need this type of credential to, to meet this capacity. But, and I have, uh, I, I down myself because God told me years before to stay on this course mm-hmm. and I was disobedient. And I was disobedient. And so in my disobedience, that haunted me for years until I got to a place that um, I I asked God to take this feeling that I was sorry. And God said, I forgave you when you before you even did it. I knew you weren't going to do it then. I needed to grow you up, little girl. I needed to show you, you know, when you were ready. I I forgave you then. Now it's time that you forgive yourself. And so when he ministered to my heart and allowed me to say, God, I thank you. And God, from what from now on for whatever you tell me to do I'm going to do and when I got to that place it was it was a couple of years later but I saw that promise come to pass and and it was nothing that man could do to stop it because God had already ordained it but I needed to accept what his word said and believe that I was worthy enough Right. That he made me worthy yeah. enough. Nothing that I've done on my own. Right. Not at all. But he, just like it says that that um, that Rahab was considered righteous. Mm-hmm. God says you're made righteous through my through my son Jesus. That's it. And I was like, God, I thank you. And it also in Psalms nine um, nine and ten it says, and those who know your name put their trust in you. Mm-hmm. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to John 15 and 4. You remain in me. I'm going to remain in you. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what it looks like. Don't worry about what it feels like. Mm -hmm. My word is true. I am not a man that would lie. I just need you to trust my word. That's it. That's it right there. I had something I want to add to what Minister Lakeisha said. Um, When I was doing my uh, application, um, it kind of went like this. Uh, Rahab heard the word and knew that her city was condemned. She Mm. responded with her mind, her emotions, Mm. and with her will, which was demonstrated through her faith. Mm. She did something about it. (laughs) So she did that action thing. She risked her own life to protect the Jewish spies and risked her life by sharing the good news of deliverance Mm -hmm. with her family. This took me back when Minister Lakeisha was talking about her situation to a situation that I experienced when I was in in graduate school. Mm -hmm. When I was in graduate school in South Carolina, I got mixed up with this guy. (laughs) And he was old enough to be my dad. Mm. 
and he introduced me to some things, mm -hmm. things I'd never seen or ever experienced before. Mm -hmm. And I was on a road straight to hell, yeah, straight to hell. And after a while, it was time for me to graduate. And my family came to my graduation and they were asking me why I was so skinny. And I, I just made some bad decisions during, yeah. during that season. Um, I, I, turned, I turned my back on a full fellowship, research fellowship for doctoral, a doctoral degree at Bowling Green University because of where I was at that time. I was into some things I shouldn't have been in. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, the outcome for me would have been different. You know, I had actually forgotten about this until I started asking myself, how am I like Rahab? Yeah, wow. yeah. And I asked myself, I said, how, how am I like Rahab? Mm -hmm. And I was, as I was looking back over my life, that situation caused me to realize my sinful past. Mm -hmm. I had totally forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. I thought about it probably a little bit here and there, but it arrested my attention to the point that I was so ashamed mm -hmm. that I did those things because I looked at, I knew they were wrong and I looked at them as being wrong, but I didn't look at them so much as being a sin. Right. Oh my, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. you know how we are, we're anxious to get out of the house. Yes. We're anxious to go and be grown and do things that, Absolutely. Grown, that grown folks do. Yeah. You know, we want to start going to the club, okay? Yeah, yeah we want to party. We, we start drinking. You know, we, we start doing drugs. We start all this sexual immorality stuff, you know, pornography, homosexuality, adultery. Right. Uh, you know, using our bodies in all manner of ways, which is an offense to God because that's not what he gave us our bodies for. You, I, and I realized I was outside his will. I was uh, a sinner, and I didn't care that I was living in sin while I was out there. Oh, yeah. It was only later that I was ashamed and, and sorry for the things that I had done against God. And regardless to what Rahab did or what I did, <laughs> sin or me, is, mm -hmm. are you, <laughs> right. are you, are you, yeah. are you, sin is sin. That's it. That's right. When you sin, you sin. So her faith moved her to action. And in the process of her faith moving her into action, she hid the spies. Mm. My, my setbacks, my poor, cho poor choices, and my weak faith led me to action. Mm. So when I left South Carolina, I left those things behind me. Mm. I left them there. And over the years, God orchestrated dynamic faith within me. I trust him and him alone. There's nothing that you can do to make me doubt who God is. Yes. But he had to bring me through the experiences, and I've been through a mighty, mighty lot of them yeah. for the dynamic faith. So I say to my brothers and sisters who are listening to us this morning, God takes us through seasons. He allows us to be in those seasons for a time. Then he will deliver us. Yes. Knowing that once we start counting on him, once we start putting our faith yeah. in him, he'll start orchestrating things so that his will is being done for us, regardless to what we're doing. It, it also takes me back to another situation when I first started at the worship center when we were on uh, the parkway. They, they would advertise this thing about uh, the Elisha School of Leadership. <laughs> and I said, oh, I want to be in that class. I want to learn more about God. All right. So I go to the class. 
and I'm in there, and they start talking about ministers, and I was like, uh-uh. I was like, I'm, I'm coming to learn more about God with other people who are learning more about God. And I politely raised my hand, and I said, Minister Moore, I'm in the wrong class. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Janice, if the Lord brought you in here yeah. and sat you in that chair, you are not in the wrong class. Mm. Yeah. So I obediently sat throughout that class and then I thought about it and then I went the next Saturday and the next mm -hmm. Saturday. So God already had a plan for me. I didn't know what it was, right. but right. I do know the more and more that I spent time in the word, yes. uh, learning what God created all of us to do and walking out the word by demonstrating my faith in God, it allowed me to minister to people who were in situations that we have been mm -hmm. in previously right. to bring them into a closer relationship with God. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful yeah. to God. Amen. Amen. And, and that, that brings up something that, um, Pastor Michelle, you said, and I wanted you to talk about actionable, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, the faith that has a, a corresponding action. Yes. As we look at this passage again, Pastor Aaron, it, it, it's so, when you read it in the message version, we laugh because of how simple it sounds. Mm -hmm. However, again, when it comes down to us applying it, sometimes it doesn't seem so simple or mm. we forget that my faith, we, we, we declare the word, we quote the word, we quote the scripture, I read the Bible, mm -hmm. what's, what's not connecting in my mm -hmm. life? And as we read this passage, it, again, as simple as it sounds, how many times, all of us, how many times have we quoted the Bible, quoted the scripture, we've had people tell us to hold on to a passage and believe it, believe it, believe it. But what if, mm -hmm. just, just what if, we're missing something or we're not seeing um, what we want to see produced because our faith is really dead. Wow. It doesn't say yeah. that we don't have it. Right. It says without a corresponding action, mm -hmm. it's dead. It puts it simply that he says, listen, uh, do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God, but then you complacently sit back as if you've done something wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where he says, listen, you confessing him and professing to believe in him and read his word. It basically says it's empty. Mm. Mm. It doesn't profit you a whole lot. If there's not a corresponding action, it goes on to say that faith and works. If you drop down the verse around 23 in the message version, it says that faith and works are yoked mm. partners. Yeah. And so again, it says that faith expresses itself in works. And so as we look at this passage today and even want to encourage people that look at us and think we have it all together and mm. you guys know the Bible and mm. you're studying the Bible, mm. you're traveling through the Bible in a year and I'm six months behind. Yeah. You can come okay. in six months, what you think is six months behind and put work with your faith That's and it. outrun any one of That's us right. who right. is just That's quoting right. scripture, mm -hmm. but not adding a corresponding action. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say with my application and my prayer before the Lord is God, if, as I look at my prayer list, as I look at the vision mm -hmm. that you've had me write for my life, I, I've got to put a column over here to say corresponding action. What is required of me? 
Mm -hmm. right. to get the thing that I'm proclaiming and confessing. That's wonderful. What, what do you want me to do, Father, to partner with you mm -hmm. that my faith is not dead but very much alive? So, again, I can see what I'm confessing and right. professing and, and, you know, right. I want to see it. Right. And so, yeah, we've got to, this passage in James 2 has just really uh, broken it down to where a child can understand it. Yes. That listen, with all of that faith, it's basically saying, what good is it to you yeah. if you don't get up and do something? Right. And the woman with the issue of blood, I thought about that as we were all talking. Yeah. How she sat in her house and said within herself, she had faith. She said, if I could just get to him. Mm -hmm. and touch him yeah. I know That's I'll be it. made whole yeah. yes. mm -hmm. and she could have just sat there and kept professing right. that and naming and right. claiming right. that right, right, right. my God but, but the moment she got up and her corresponding action and her faith mm -hmm. married each other mm -hmm. and moved on one accord yeah. and got to him and touched him all those people thronging him didn't move him, but her faith with her action and touching him caused him to pause in the midst of all those people mm -hmm. and said, whose action yeah. mm -hmm. touched yeah. me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. touched me. And so that, that, that really blesses me. It, it makes me think about, you know, what I need to do mm -hmm. right. um, and just asking God clearly what needs to be my corresponding action in this season so I can produce some things. That's right. Absolutely. You know, uh, when you were talking about corresponding actions, you know, I, I know that it has taken some time because I'm, and I'm still working on this yes, part mm -hmm. about, you know, when you, you say uh, you, faith without works is dead. Yes. And I know that there's someone out there yes. um, even saying, you know, how do I know that I'm supposed to move at this yes. particular time? Yes. I have the faith and I know what I want to do and I know I want to move right now. Mm. But, you know, there is something that even the verses that the scripture tells even before now yes. uh, about when when should we act on our faith, <laughs> right. you know, and, and the word tells us that some things come only through prayer mm -hmm. and yes. fasting. And so if you're wondering, just like me at a time, like, hey, you know, I, I know what God's word says. I'm going to stop this business right now. <laughs> but the word of God tells us that we should always pray. Yes. Pray without ceasing. Amen. And when we ask God to reveal things to us, we've got to be a little patient yes. with God to reveal things to us. And he right. knows the ex exact time for, for Holy Spirit to quench you, to say, <laughs> it's time to move. Mm -hmm. uh, it's time to move with the clap. We've got to know, and the only way we can do that is we will remain in him. Mm -hmm. When God reveals to us, this is how you, you should go down this street street a instead of street b mm -hmm. you know when we listen to god's voice yes. yeah and even if we are in a place that you say i don't hear god right now mm -hmm. i don't know you know i don't know if it's my voice or god's voice even if you're in a place right now the word tells us to just trust him yeah. trust him yeah to just trust yeah. him. but this self-devotion helps with that um minister lakeisha Getting people are like, well, I do have faith, but how am I going to know it's him speaking? Yeah. And they're asking that question. Listen, we all cross that road or come to that crossroad. I don't care how long we've been walking with God, but it takes um, just what the soap devotion and this mm -hmm. summer initiative is doing. Get closer to him. Mm -hmm. He said, my sheep know my voice. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so when we start spending time with people, spending time with God, 
we start to know his voice. We start to know that it's him when we start worshiping him and he brings us closer into him. Getting closer to him means that, listen, you're going to start knowing my voice. Absolutely. You're going to start knowing it's me leading you and you're going to be able to step out. And one thing that I've learned personally, and I keep learning that even if I step out and it's not him mm -hmm. and I make a misstep, he orders. Yes. He still orders yes, he does. my steps. And that's yeah. the great thing about this Get Closer initiative and having a relationship with him. That's why it's so important to keep your appointment with God every morning. Yeah. And I promise you, you'll start to know his voice. That's yeah. it. Yes, that's I it. totally agree with what uh, Pastor Michelle is saying. Uh, you know, it's like if you sit down to have a meal mm -hmm. and you have food on your plate, uh -huh. when you finish eating, You've been filled. That's it. Okay. I equate it to that. You know, we are going to make time to eat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Food. Yes. So I think we should put as much value on our literal food as we do the word food that only comes from God. Yes. Because he allows us to reposition ourselves and to be in position to, just like Pastor Michelle was saying, when we know the word, we know what God's will is. So yeah. we can have faith that it's going to be manifested because we're obedient to his word. But there's always a dichotomy. Yeah, <laughs> Satan is always just lurking around the corner, mm -hmm. seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. Yes. He is uh, like that roaring lion ranging to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. We have to be mindful that there, if there is a God, there is a Satan. And if God told you to do something and his word supports it, be obedient to what his word says. Yes. Satan will always have you to question what the Lord has assigned you to do because he doesn't want you to accomplish God's will over your life. He wants to snatch you up and take you down to the pits of hell <laughs> where he was thrown when he was disobedient, be, be disobedient when he had the opportunity to reign in heaven. Mm -hmm. So my thing would be, Feed on the word of God. If you want to know Absolutely. what he's saying to you, yes. if you want to know, yeah, oh, I got good one. Do you remember when people say something said? <laughs> something didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody said something. Mm -hmm. And if it's something good and uh, godly and upright and righteous, it is God. Mm -hmm. And if it's something evil and devilish and the demonic, opposite. you better know it is the devil. Right. It's opposite, yeah. yeah. And that's uh, so listen, and that's that's actually the word. That's that's the word. Yeah. There is a faith step that we all have to take. Yeah. Rahab had a faith step. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and, and what I love about the scripture, listen, uh, for everybody that's that's y'all been with us. You can find yourself in scripture. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. See, Absolutely. If you go and read it, <laughs> yeah. right, you go and read yes. it and, and, yeah. and you can read it and talk about Abraham. And we know that Abraham is his father of faith. And um, but when you see Rahab, the prostitute, <laughs> you can almost put her into this other category as if that's that person over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But honestly, that could be Aaron, the liar. Oh, come on. Yes. Now. Yes. Right? Yeah. That could be, you know, such and such person. The, 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 the stealer, the, the thief, the, yes. the, the murderer, the whatever it might be, the right? Buyer. There's, there's yeah. a place. Whatever. There's yeah. a place. That's, that's us. Absolutely. If we have our faith step, you have your faith step. You're watching us on, on, right now. You have a faith step. You have a step where you are taking 
And you have to put your belief in God. Matter of fact, and this is what the Lord was even showing, is that when you, even with the definition of what faith is, the, the, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, let's, see, let's just break it down even further. So what does that definition even look like? Uh, it's, this, it's an allegiance. It's a trust. It's a belief. It's a confidence yeah. that you have yes. in God. Yes. So if you are saying that you have faith in God, that means that you have put your allegiance, your trust, your beliefs, yes. and your confidence yes. in God. Yes. And so for those people that maybe you say you have that, that's, that's good. And maybe you say, I don't have that. Well, there's a reason why you don't have that. There's reasons why you may be lacking in your faith, where you feel like you have a, a lack in faith. Did doubt creep in? Yeah. Because there's places where we doubt God. Yes. We, we have doubted God. Yes. When God has told us one thing, we may have started to go down that road. I mean, you even talked about it mm -hmm. with, the, with the road that you went down, Minister Lakeisha. You said there's, there's places where you, you feel like God has said we're going to have children. God has said we're going to have a house. God has said we're going to have a, a, a healthy uh, future. And you start down that road, but for some reason... Mm. The dichotomy you talked about, right? Yeah. The voices that we entertain. What voices have you been entertaining? My Lord. What have you been entertaining? Where has doubt crept in and created a lack of faith? Where you've been in the dead space that you heard Minister Lakeisha talk about. Where you've been in that space where instead of moving, you stayed. What place is that for you? As, you, as we are ending and wrapping up this time together, yes. God gave me a, a, a simple equation. Belief plus action equals faith. Mm -hmm. Your belief in God plus the action where you carry out what God is telling you to do, mm -hmm. that's faith. Yeah. So what places are you failing to move forward? Where have you identified that there's some doubt, there's some things holding me back? There's some places that I know that God has told me I'm going, I'm supposed to get to, but I haven't gotten there. Yeah. What's that place for you? There's people that are watching right now yes. that have not even taken the faith step to say, Jesus is my Lord. Yes. What's holding you back from making Jesus your Lord? All it takes is a step, That's it. a step of faith. Same thing that Peter did when Jesus was walking on the water. Well, Peter says to Jesus, well, Jesus, if it's you, then have me come to you. Yes. Yes. And so when Jesus said, come, what does Peter do? Peter didn't stay in the boat. Yes. Peter got out of the boat. Yes. It yeah. did something no one else in the history of mankind has done <laughs> except for Jesus himself and walked on water. So what faith step yes. is for you? Jesus has something special for you. Amen. The things that you've been claiming, the things that you've been leaving God for, the things that as you've been spending time, matter of fact, doing your soap devotion every day is a faith yes. step. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a step of faith. Yes. 
Praise God. You cannot get to the places that you, you want to get to without spending time and putting in the work and putting in the action. So what faith do you have? Do you have a dead faith? Do you have a demonic faith or a dynamic faith? What faith step do you have? Or are you carrying around this dead corpse of a faith? Mm, my Lord. We want you to have a faith that's alive. Yes, Lord. An actionable faith. Yes, Lord. A faith that has a corresponding action. And we believe that for you today as we pray. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just thank you, thank you God. for what you're doing yes, in this God. moment yes, and, and in, the, in the minds and the hearts of your people. Yes, Jesus. God, we thank you for challenging us in this places. Yes, Father, God. thank you for revealing for the places where we just did not have the type of faith that really moves mountains, God. Yes, the, we didn't have the faith, Lord God, that really just just went through and just did the things that we we believed you for God the measure of faith that you have given to us Lord God that we have in you Lord God we just want to walk that out we want to make that faith step and for everyone that is listening and watching right now God I pray that you would touch hearts that they would take and make that faith step that lives are delivered People are set free, that families are restored, that health is given back to people, that people are going to do things that have never been done before, all because they have faith, actionable faith yes, oh in you. Yes, Lord. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Jesus. God, we just bind up even the barriers right now. Yes, God. The yes, things Lord. that have kept people from having that type of faith in you. Yes, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for challenging us and pushing us to spend time with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you, family. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Bishop Van Moody. For more information about Van Moody Ministries, please visit vanmoody.org. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week.